Getting better from depression demands a lifelong commitment. I made that commitment for my life's sake and for the sake of those who love me. Suzanne Paulus. Welcome, guys, to the Mad Locks and Mo Show. And as you can already tell, my co-host Mo, my partner in crime, is not here with us on this lovely Sunday. Um, she's at an herbalist, herbalist um, retreat and. We decided to go ahead and do the podcast today, so I truly, truly miss my co-host today, but let's see if I don't do too much rambling and I stay with the formula. Um, But this week, we're going to talk about a subject that is really taboo to the Black community because we don't really try to recognize it, I can say that, and um, what we're going to talk about is depression. And um, depression was a really touchy subject for me. And I really wanted to talk about it because I went through it. And when I went through it, I never really recognized that I was going through it into present day. The second thing we're going to talk about is um, sunlight and the importance of it. Healthy comfort food. No watching TV benefits. And then we got the highlights. And then, you know, we have Coach B, and that's one of my favorite parts. So, you know, you always need a pencil and a paper because, you know, she's going to ask you some questions. So let's kind of dive into it. Um, Depression. This is where I'll get a little bit vulnerable with you guys. I have been dealing with depression on and off since I was like 19 years old. And it kind of started out when... um, I didn't really get to go off to like big time colleges like a lot of my friends and I was still stuck at home. I was going to community college and I was working and I don't, it wasn't the life that I always saw myself living at that point in time. And I just didn't know how to deal with it. I was really angry um, from 19 in my early 20s. I didn't really know how to express myself that even when I was going through depression I didn't call it that I called it my dark place and I felt like every time something was going wrong it just made the day stretch out and uh, an hour felt like a day and a day felt like a year and if you ever gone through depression everybody has their own way of dealing with it like my some people you know they kind of make jokes and let you know what's going on um some people um walk around with a smile and you don't really know what's going on some people you can just tell when they're not having a good day um when I'm going through depression I don't really wear any makeup and if you know me I always wear eyeliner you rarely see me not wear any um I didn't really care about my hair that day. I'm not talking to people. I'm really to myself because I've learned to deal with a lot of my problems by myself, which is a good thing, but at the same time, it's not healthy. I also kind of isolate myself and, you know, act like I don't really have anybody to talk to when I have a massive army of people to talk to. When, um... I was going through depression like I, you know, I do smoke herbs, but um, I was smoking heavy back then. I wasn't really myself 
You know, I was the heaviest I was ever at the age of 20. Like, and I used to play softball and I, and I kept about my weight and stuff. My skin was terrible. It was breaking out. Like I wasn't even my actual shade because I was eating so much junk food. And that is my, um, coping mechanism. Like when I get upset or mad, I will go buy a whole bunch of junk food and eat my emotions. Um, I was rebelling with my parents back then. I didn't know, not that I didn't know, I didn't understand that my parents had my best interests in heart. And I think at a young age, I think everybody rebels, but I was rebelling really hard. I was around people that didn't have any motivation. Um, I was just making really terrible decisions that when I look back on them, look back on it I knew then as I know now that it wasn't the best decision to make and luckily I had my best friend Kyra um, Kyra Julie Bell and she knocked some sense into me one day and I'm really fortunate to have a friend like her because she looked me dead in my face after she knocked me in my head and told me what are you doing this is not you. You are better than this. You are supposed to be building your company. You're supposed to be more inspiring than what you are. And at that time, I thought I was really in love and I let somebody get in my head. And she's like, this is not you. Where is your confidence at? Where is that outgoing and spoken person that I known? And I really lost myself within my depression. And, you know, if any of you guys feel that way, please message Madlocks and Mo because I still battle with depression to this day. There is some days that I just don't want to interact with people and people don't understand that because I am a outgoing person, but I also need to um, recharge. Like I'm an invert, but an expert too. I think that's the right term. Like I like being around people, but after a while I can't. Like if you see me and Mo, we'll do so many events. And then I'll just drop off somewhere and I, you won't hear from me. I won't be on social media because I need that time to recharge. And that took a lot of time to understand that because I would keep going, going, going with people. And then I would crash. Um, another thing um, with my depression, I didn't know how to express myself. So when I didn't like something that somebody did, excuse me, guys, my allergies are messing up. Um, when I didn't like what somebody did and I try to express myself at that point in time, I know it's surprising. Like I really let somebody knock me into a corner, but with people that I cared about, that I felt like they cared about me, they would still continue to do stuff to hurt me. And I would just kind of shut down and I couldn't express myself. So either I was happy or I was like on a hundred and I was mad and I didn't know how to differentiate that stuff. And when I was walking through my depression, I just didn't know how to pull myself out of it. I really just sat inside. Um, I sat in the dark a lot, a lot. Like I used to sit in the dark and listen to music and I thought it was, um, I thought it was, um, therapy but really it was kind of damaging me I didn't want to help myself I kept looking for someone to save me 
And, you know, my best friend, Kyra, she literally told me to myself, she's like, I can, you know, I can do all I can, but you have to want to save yourself. And that's why I feel like that quote at the beginning of the show, like, um, it's a, it, depression is a lifelong commitment to getting better. And I don't only do it for me. I do it for the people around me because I know when I go through depression, I'm not the best version of myself. I'm mean, I'm distant. Now with me saying this about depression, it doesn't mean that you don't give yourself time to feel upset and to feel mad because there's still some days that I go through it and I just don't feel like dealing with the world and no one is going to make me feel otherwise. What I am saying is that don't sit there forever. You know, I, I remember I was telling my one of my um, brand new business partner, partners, Sanaya, that, you know, she was going through a situation and I told her, you know, it's okay to not feel like doing anything. And she's very artistic. She's, um, she's, I call her a diva. She's a fashion diva. And she was going through stuff and she's like, I don't feel like being creative. I don't feel like doing anything. And I just don't know what to do. And I said, that's okay. If you don't feel like doing anything, it's all right. You know, and you know, today is raining tomorrow is going to pour, but it's the way you go about it. So, you know, take a couple days to feel that way, but don't sit in that dark place forever. And also surround yourself with people that have the best interests for you. I think, I thank the Heavenly Father so much that I have my best friend because she was there for me when most people didn't want to deal with me. And you need somebody in your life that is for you and only you. And so, guys, if you want to come up and ask me about depression, please don't feel any type of way. I will share more of my story with you. But I am a, I am, I am always recovering from depression. Um, it's a day by day process. It's a emotion by emotion day. And I hope that through your depression, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel because there is light. And speaking of light, sunlight, on my worst days, I will sit out in the sun and do nothing and just enjoy the sun hitting my face. I feel like sunlight is the best thing for you when you feel terrible. I feel like um, being able to go out in the sun and see it and feel it is the best thing you can do, especially during this time, during quarantine. People are just stuck in the house and um, depression and anxiety is the on the high because they don't know how to do, especially when you're a creative individual. You're like, I have to be outside. I have to go do stuff. If you have a patio and you could just step outside your door and just sit outside, even if you're talking on the phone, just sit outside in the sunlight and let it touch your skin and let it fill your face and just soak in that vitamin D. You need it. We all need it. I thought sitting in the dark was the best thing for me and it was the worst thing for me. Sitting outside in the sun is so much better than sitting inside and, and in the dark. Go outside with the in the sun. It's free. 
for now, I guess. <laughs> you better enjoy it now before they start charging you for it. That's a little conspiracy thing. But anyway, um, sunlight is the best thing for me. Um, I will go sit outside and talk about it. Um, it's just, It's just the best thing. If you have never sat outside with a glass of lemonade in the sun, gossiping with a friend, or better yet, I love gossiping with my granny, Dolores Lee Brown in Temple, Texas, or um, you've never like sat outside and had a deep conversation with somebody in the sun, you are missing out. And I think that's like the best activity. It's, bestly, it's, it's the best thing, especially if you're going through depression. Um, the next thing, healthy comfort food. I am a snacker. I graze a lot. Like my mom says, I'm a grazer. Like I'll go eat something, put it back and then go pick it up again. Like I won't eat it all at one time. Healthy snacks. I love popcorn, but sometimes popcorn cannot be the best thing. And what I love about popcorn now is that I can get kettle popcorn and it's sweet and salty and it's a light snack. Um, what's another good snack? Um, peanuts, almonds. Um, I used to be addicted to honey roasted peanuts, but those are not the best. You can get salted um, fruit, especially in the summertime. I've literally trained myself to, if you give me a piece of fruit, um, it is the best thing in the world for me. Uh, I love peaches, watermelon, strawberries, blueberries, a salad. If you bring me a piece of fruit, I promise you I will be happy all day long. Especially if it's mango or pineapples or um, I love kiwis. I am a fruit person. I feel like if somebody brings you a piece of fruit or a fruit salad, they really do care about you that day because that is a good source of energy. Um, I don't know, guys. This is really weird for me because this is when Mo kind of chimes in and, you know, she gets her pen and she gets on me about rambling a little bit. So this is, I just, I'm just looking at her mic and I just miss her right now. Um, healthy comfort food. What's another like healthy comfort food? I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me because like fruit salads, kettle popcorn, uh, peanuts, because I love peanuts. Um, peanut butter crackers. I love peanut butter. I can eat peanut butter on anything. Peanut butter and celery. Have you ever had peanut butter on a piece of celery and you hear that, that crisp of it? It is delicious. Throw a couple raisins on that bad boy. We're really rocking and rolling now. And I think, so our highlights, um, we always get so much um, support from Fancy. She is really amazing. Um, she owns a boutique online and, and her clothes are really fancy. We met her at an event. We met her at the Holistical Market and we were going around at the time doing interviews. And... Um, she was really cool. What really caught me off guard was her um, her purses. You have never seen some of these purses that she has. And she goes up and beyond 
to find this stuff for people. Um, Aaron Hippie Snooks, um, I really do love them. They're a musical group that's really taking wave in um, Dallas right now. And they're really awesome. They're a whole type of vibe. They're just a whole vibe. Like, check them out on Instagram. It's Aaron Hippie Snooks. Um, I hope I'm saying the last part S N O O K S right. They're a really great band to check out. Um, another great business to check out. It's Oddly Lace Design um, by Chanel. I got to meet her at the Pan Connection. And the first thing, you know, I have locks. So the first thing I saw was her locks. And she's amazing. Her vibe is so awesome. Her daughter is beautiful. Them together is a great combo. But what I love about her is that her jewelry pieces down to her crystals her bracelets you can feel her vibe in them and they're so wonderful and I appreciate her her vibe in her conversation like just go have a conversation with her she's so amazing and um those are our business highlights it's kind of short this week Mo I miss you um but Guys, I hope you really enjoyed this one. I hope you or anybody that is dealing with depression, I really hope that you reach out because the people that are around you are more than more than important. And I didn't know that my um, no matter what, when I look back on it, I wish I could tell my younger self, you know, my parents do have my best interest in heart, no matter if I feel like they were old fashioned or not. Um my best friend was there for me and I was lucky to have her in the midst of chaos. The people that you have around you are so important. Um, have a good crew, have a good mindset, believe in yourself, be confident. And, you know, I actually found another quote, uh, another quote, I'm sorry, that I thought that I would say at the end of the show. And then, you know, we'll get on to eight, um, Coach B. I can't wait to hear a part. You guys can, yeah, you guys are gonna love it. A pearl is a beautiful thing that is produced by injury, uh, injured life. It is the tear that result from the injury of the ocean. <laughs> I can't get it. I was good. The treasure of being in this world is also produced by injury, injured life. If we have not been wounded, we have not been injured then we will not then we will not produce the pearl stephanie holler and i know i was a little sketchy through that but basically she said it and saying you cannot be the beautiful person that you are now if you didn't go through all that that you went through and looking back on it i wouldn't change my journey because i'm the wonderful woman that i am now i would have never met mo i would have never had the courage to do these podcasts to make hair products and to meet all of you wonderful guys out there so um you're just a pearl in the rough you're just a diamond in the rough you're just somebody that's waiting for your greatest moment and i just want you to know that you're not the only one out there and if nobody loves you cousin mo and madlocks love you and that's it guys we're gonna get on to coach b and this is the madlocks and mo show love you guys
Hello again, it's Coach B from On Purpose Life Coaching here bringing you another segment of Life Trek. So the last two weeks we've talked about uh, pretty much my basic formula to get us on track to finding our purpose or purposes in life. And so we talked about passion the first week and then we talked about potential last week and now so this is one of my favorites all my favorites but this one excites me probably the most and that's the power of you which pretty much means your ability to be unique and i found this quote by dolly parton i'm not sure if it's part of a song or whatnot but it goes like this it's hard to be a diamond in a rhinestone world and i'm like heck yeah it is I believe in the power of you, you being your individual self. And so there are so many different uh, things and areas that attribute to our uniqueness as individuals. And just to name a few hot, hot topics, that's course personality. That's probably the number one thing that I think we judge each other on as far as being unique. Um, We've got attitude, um, your own experiences, your habits, your creativity, your perspective, goals. And that's just to name a few that really attribute to how we can be unique. And I want to bring this up because I think it's super important to know who you are. And that's really the start of this whole thing. Just knowing who you are and not um, pretty much worrying about other people. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the little video, but it's a baby. I think she's in the back and something. There's a parent in the front and she just goes off talking about, worry about yourself. You know what I'm saying? I don't need your help taking off the seatbelt. And I just, I crack up. Every time I think about that, I just... I think about, yeah, if we just worry about ourselves just a little bit more, then we probably probably could be on track to where we want to be. So um, just keeping up with the, the kind of theme that I've got going on, of course, I have questions that I want to ask you. These are general questions that I may start off with if we were in a one-on-one coaching situation. And I want you guys to answer these questions for yourself as honestly as possible and even dig a little deeper if you find something um, as you go. But one of the questions is, how do I stand out? How do you stand out? Um, Another one is, how does it make you feel when you stand out? How do you feel? And that's not a thought or an idea. That's a feeling. Do you feel comfortable, happy, pleased, uh, disappointed? Those are all examples of feelings. So um, to get you on that track. And then another question I've got is, why is it important that you stand out? And the last one, which I think is really important, but uh, it's why, I'm sorry, what is my story? What is my story? What is your story? And to be honest with you guys, I'm really, really working hard on pinning that down for myself. It's sometimes a little bit difficult working with that one because we think of all of our experiences and that's from the time that we can remember. So that for some of us can be up to like five years old. Um, Some, it can be 10 years old, but just thinking about all all of those experiences it can be a bit daunting and overwhelming so maybe pinpointing an area or a period of time whether it be your adolescence maybe it be your 20s maybe it be you know um your elementary years whatever the case may be pinpointing a specific area I find usually helps with uh, trying to develop your story and then as you focus on these areas you find the thread that connects 
each area or experience of your life to the next one and to the next one and so on and so forth. Then you just chronologically put it in place pretty much. Um, and the last thing I really want to leave you guys with is, of course, something else to do. Because <laughs> I try to try to give you something to take away from it. And that's how I am in all of my uh, one-on-one life sessions. It's one thing to talk about it. But then the whole point of going through a coaching process is to put that thing into action. Get some work going. Put something on the board. And this one is kind of like uh, we're going to use a lifeline pretty much. We're going to reach out to some of the people that are important to us in our lives. Or maybe you're important to some someone else's life um and this is just really simple as this let's go ask some people who you really feel comfortable with what are some of my unique qualities that you are drawn to and just asking them a simple question may be super super helpful so just to give a couple examples you know maybe you're really comfortable with your neighbor close friends family co-workers we forget about them sometimes we spend a lot of time with co-workers your boss or uh, superiors even church members so just take some time out if you can i think you have a really really good opportunity to do that now that we're in these covid19 times so hopefully that'll provide some more time and availability for you but just reach out whether it's a simple text pick up the phone call i know we're not going to a lot of places some of you may still be going to work so that may be an opportunity but you can do this in a quick email or a chat but the opportunity is there and it'd be interesting to see what other people think about you and then of course combining that with what you know about yourself and see what you come up with so i'm excited about this week i hope you guys are i hope you have a fantastic one coming up once again i want to thank you ladies for allowing me the opportunity to come on to your show and still a few moments and share some of my two cents tidbits bye you guys until next time